for today, today's topic. Today's topic is next. All right. So it seems like there's been a uh, end of an era. I miss the old today's topics music. I can't find it anymore. They took it down. Yeah. Well, record it from an old episode. Y'all record it from an old episode. Excuse me. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. You ain't. You ain't say nothing but a word. This the. This the first time you asked. This is the first time I find it out. Like. Yeah, I would have had it if I, if okay. I was able to find it. All right, so uh, all right. All right. Um it's the end of an era in New England and in Alabama. So what's next for Nick Saban and what's next for uh, Bill Belichick? Being that they're both older than time. Oh, <laughs> that's why. <wild>. Pete, <laughs> um, Saban, Saban, I believe is probably going to take an advisory role with Alabama. I don't think Saban's mm-hmm. going to go and coach another team because the the number one uh, story. Like, going how, around how old is he? I think Saban's like 70 something, almost 80. So why would he be going to coach another team in the first place? I mean, they do it. I mean, Lou Holtz, Lou Holtz was coaching until he was dust, but um, you know, I, I think Saban, Saban's not gonna go coach another team. And I think the reason is because the number one reason that everyone is reporting on why he decided to leave Alabama was because he no longer had uh these old school coaches no longer have the level of control that they want to have over players, especially with the transfer portal and NIL. So a lot of these older school coaches are feeling, you know, like their ways are just not going to work anymore. And so um, Saban was just like, hey, I'm done. So I don't see Saban taking another coaching job. I also don't see Bill Belichick taking another coaching job. I think, you know. I do. You know, I I think. The years since Tom Brady had left New England kind of showed that Belichick was still a great coach, but a lot of his greatness was also buoyed by the fact that he had Tom Brady as his starting quarterback um, and and certain generational players that people don't realize what generational players like Mike Vrabel and and Junior Seau and, you know, Corey Dillon and, 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 uh, you know, all these great players that did run through the Patriots that weren't really necessarily seen as like, Hall of Fame level players or like elite level players, but there was those great players that were always on that team. Um, and once those teams started breaking down, and especially Tom Brady left, you started to see just how different Belichick was. He was still good, but he wasn't as great. Um, you know, Belichick. Listen, Belichick could retire, never coach another team, and still have uh, one of the best, if not the best, coaching resume in NFL football ever. Matt. Uh, I feel like Nick Saban is gonna go into retirement. He's older than, honestly, he's he's before Christ. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your life after Alabama. I don't feel like he's gonna leave Alabama, like Alabama as a whole. Like, like Pete said, he might be an advisory role. Um, 
but it just all boils down to the point that he he's not comfortable with how college football and the landscape as far as the NILs. I wouldn't say necessarily like the players getting the money, but like attracting players to come to Alabama is like, he doesn't like the landscape of how it is. He has to compete with, you know, coaches like Prime, um, coaches like Harbaugh, who we all know might be going to, you know, the Chargers. So, I mean, he just, I guess enough was enough for him. He had his run. And um, you got you got to you got to think about his career. He he doesn't have to prove nothing no more. He what what is left to accomplish, unless he was to go to the NFL. But I don't I don't see that happening. I just I he guess did enjoyed. that. And there's less control in the NFL. Remember yeah. Nick Saban in Miami? Yeah, but I don't think he won a he never won a championship though. Like he never won a Super Bowl in Miami. That's what I'm saying. That's that could be the only thing I can think of. But in all honesty. Like you don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your resume is pretty much Teflon. There's nothing that nobody can ever say about Nick Saban as far as his coaching ability, you know. So I mean, he don't really have to do nothing. Bill Belichick still wants to coach. Um, he's not in New England no more. I, I think I think honestly he didn't even really want to leave New England, but Look, Kraft was like, bro, you got rid of the guy. <laughs> My team is notorious because of you. You got to go. <laughs> I got to respect for the Patriots organization. You got to go. They hired the youngest coach, the youngest coach in the NFL, and the first black coach in Patriots history in Gerard Mayo. Hey, man. Congrats to him. He has, uh, he has some pretty big shoes to fill. And everybody thought it was going to be Mike Vrabel. And honestly, I think the only reason why they didn't hire Mike Vrabel is because the rumor is he got fired from Tennessee is because Tennessee thought he was going to be the next coach. Tennessee, the owner in Tennessee was apparently uh, a little butthurt about the way that he talked about the Patriots organization at uh, his Ring of Honor ceremony and that he never publicly shut down any rumors that he was going to be the Patriots coach. And then the owner also didn't talk with him and let it fester all year. But apparently that was like the number one reason why she fired him. And everybody thought Vrabel was the coach in waiting for the Patriots. And I think the only reason why they didn't hire him is because they didn't want to catch the controversy of, oh, so this was true. Queen? I feel like with Nick Saban, Mm -hmm. that's going to have a detrimental backlash this year for the pipeline to Alabama. Because there were people who only wanted to play for Alabama to play for Nick Saban. And yes, while I do feel like he is, he will have to compete against really like competing against coaches like prime. Like did they do that? Well, to be in the same like league, no hardball. Yeah. But like they've been competing for years. So I feel like age the changing landscape of college football. And sometimes, like, you're ready to hang it up. Do I feel like it's the end of the line for Nick Saban? Yes. Do I feel like it's the end of the line for Bill Belichick? No. Do I feel like he's going to have his influence on another team in some capacity? Yes, I do. Do I feel like it's going to be the Patriots? No. Do I feel like it was more mutual? Then people are making it seem 
Yes. Do I feel like the Patriots as an organization didn't do enough to attract more marquee players to the organization post Tom Brady leaving? Yes. They didn't give Bill Belichick much to work with. But wasn't he in control? Him too, but but that's on craft as well. Yeah. I agree. What do they have? You asked the wrong person. They have he's, the greatest, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I don't think, and the, the, to be honest with you, like I feel like we also as a podcast spent too many too much time, the chicken or the egg, Bill Check or, or Brady. Brady would not have had the same success anywhere else in That's the right. beginning of his career. That's a fact. Right? But yes, do not diminish the coach over the player, but not diminish the player because Brady was able to win a ring without him too. It is a team sport, nonetheless, right? Do I see room for Belichick to go anywhere else and be able to turn another franchise around? He did it before. And a 24-year tenure with a team and to be able to win as many rings as they did is something unreal. And people are going to want that pedigree. It reminds me of when Phil Jackson left the, the, the Bulls Went to the Lakers, did great things with the Lakers, and then when he was older and came to the Knicks, people thought he was going to be able to do the same with the Knicks and did nothing. And then also, they did a Chicago Bulls honorary night um, the other night and booed the hell out of um, Jerry Cross' wife. Yeah, like that was so tacky and so trashy. Yeah, That's That's on Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen exclusively. That's on both of them. Yeah, one hundred percent. What did this old lady have to do with any of that? Nothing. It's because Jerry Cross is dead. It doesn't, well, no, she not. could get it too. That's no. how they feel. It's not. It's not cool. I don't support so it. So tacky. Yeah, I don't support it. So at all. tacky. Such a tacky display from the fans. But I don't want to get off track. But I was using the Chicago Bulls and just made me think about that. I saw that this morning on um, social media and I was like disgusted. Nah, I, gotta, I gotta go see it. Gotta yeah, go it was it. gross. It was gross. And she was like holding her composure. Yeah. It was sad. But um, there is room for Belichick in the NFL to coach again. Mm-hmm. But at 72 years old, like Pete Carroll, like he's 72, like your faculties cannot be the same. No. Even those... Nick, Pete Carroll, 72, and Belichick, 72, looked like two different 72s. I ain't going to hold you. I forgot he was that old. They all around. Yeah, I forgot they all around the same mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that what I wild. think. That's my thought. I think Belichick, though he won't coach, he'll definitely be in, a, like, like Shaden, probably be in an advisory role to where he gets, like, two or three years to build something someplace just to put the pieces in place and to see how it goes. And someone I said see it with the Raiders for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, on um, Belichick, right? Yeah, or the Rams or the Chargers or something think, like that. I think I, think I, I think the Raiders strictly because Tom Brady owns part of the Raiders. That's why I don't see him with the Raiders. I don't think that I, I think they can mend whatever. They, like you gotta understand, they created history together. It's not. It wasn't all bad. It's it's more or less ego. And I when I look at Bill, Belichick and Brady, I literally think about. Like Tavia just brought up, I think of Jerry Cross and, and the Bulls. Like, all the credit goes to what Mike Scott. Well, it don't only really go to Scott, it goes to Mike. But 
Michael we all Michael forget how Jerry, huh? Michael and Phil. Yeah, but we all forget that Jerry Cross gave him gave Mike the pieces to win, so he deserves some credit. But and 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 the fact that he wasn't getting no credit, his ego got the best of it. Like everybody knows, Bill Belichick is a great coach, but Tom Brady's the goat, and he's gonna always be regarded as the as the goat. Tom Brady is Michael Jordan of, of football for, for, for that very reason. So everybody's going to look at Belichick like Phil Jackson, who's also kind of regarded as one of, one of the greatest coaches of all time. But in all honesty, Belichick's ego got the best of him. And he pushed Tom Brady out of, out of, out of New England. I ain't going to lie. I don't and think he, they'll, they'll be able to win any more, get, get any one more out of Tom Brady in New England. Especially because of how they draft. Yeah, they, but that's they, I said. That's also Belichick's fault, right? They pick up. They they basically got a whole bunch of John Starks and, and just got got lucky. <laughs> like yeah. like that, that's pretty much it. Like they they got a bunch of people who are out of position that played whatever position Belichick said. Hey, I think you'd be good at, and everybody thrived. Now the reason why I said not the not the Raiders, um, I don't think it's beef, but both both of these people want to build their legacies away from each other after building with each other for forever. It is okay. It is okay for them not to, to build more legacy together because it's still gonna be, you know, just because Tom Brady's the 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 owner or partial owner of the team doesn't mean Bill Belichick is gonna be like, all right, we're gonna do what you say. Come on, we know this already. But he has to go to a team with a, everybody feels like he has to go to a team with a quarter with a good quarterback. I feel like he just needs to go to a a, a, a team that has a steady defense. No, oh. it like like in all honesty, because Bill Belichick is a defensive minded head coach. Because even though we 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 you know we scoff at at the Patriots for their season this year, they were one of the top defenses in the league. They always and are. It was. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't always bad. Like, and it doesn't shy away from the fact of Bill Belichick being a great defensive coach. He's that with the Jets. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I won't. I'm. I don't feel like he's gonna be unemployed for long, or if even like I don't even feel like he's gonna retire. We like he's. It's just a matter of where he's gonna end up, and if it makes sense, I'm thinking Washington. Honestly, Jesus Christ, no reason to go out there. So staying, staying on football, who's the MVP this year? We we Lamar spoke Jackson. about it. Lamar Jackson. No question. Thank, thank you. Pete's not here, so we don't because, we got because, no rebuttal. Because you guys, <laughs> you guys are, listen, you guys are my friends that understand, and we all see what we, we all saw. <laughs> I love Peter, but Peter did, Peter did this to himself. Lamar Jackson. It's, it's without no, a doubt. No questions asked. No questions Pete asked Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Now the second question then is, are they going to the Super Bowl? Um, I want to see what the wild card brings this week because mm-hmm. I feel like this is when Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs get spooky. They get yeah. stupid during the regular season and they never find their identity until this point in the year. Yeah. And um, it's so easy to write them off. It's so easy to write off the bills. And then next thing you know, Lamar Jackson is sitting at home watching the Super Bowl like us. Because he hurt. 
I want to see how the Chiefs play tonight. I'm not going to hold you. You're nervous about the Chiefs. Again, I, and we, we kind of spoke about it off the show. Like, I feel like as long as you got Patrick Mahomes, he's like LeBron James. As long as you have him, I can't, I can't hold doubt on what he's capable of doing. I'm more worried about and, and like the Cowboys because I feel like yeah. Green Bay can beat them. I really feel like Green Bay can beat them. Oh, I um, Ooh, if Green Bay beat, the, beat if them, Green oh Bay beat, god. oh my god, it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be a ribbon in the oh, sky. Oh, ribbon! It's gonna be a ribbon oh in the sky. God. It's crazy. Um, and I love that Tay brought up the Chiefs and the Dolphins game because this is somewhat of a of a high volume game that everybody's wanting to pay attention to because attention to because of the Tyreek Tyreek Hill coming back to, coming Kansas, back to City. Kansas City. Aspect of aspect it. of and, it. Tyreek Hill Tyree. saying that Tua is more of a of a, a like a I think what was his exact words? Tua is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Is that is that I'm not saying a Barbados, but I think that's more or less what he was alluding to. But he's doing better under Tua than he did under Patrick Mahomes. He's doing better under the system now. But to, to be fair, this system is more designed to his strengths because yeah. I don't feel like he's a better. The thing is, thing is Tariq, Tariq played, played with, with um, um, I don't know who's that that's is. Pete. That, that's Pete. That's why I'm muted. I'm muted. I don't know whose system was better because Tariq Hill was a beast under the chief system too. So he's mm-hmm. might, he might just be having a great year. You could have a great year and not talk shit about your former team. I was it's about the not money. relative. It's, about it's the not money. relative. I know, but you know it's about the money, and he didn't have a bond with Patrick Mahomes like Patrick Mahomes had with Travis. Didn't they win a ring? Yeah, they. You can win a ring with somebody. I get Y'all can it, be on the same record as, as as like as far as having the mindset for the game plan. But if y'all don't fuck, that's some, y'all don't. Hey, fuck that's some KD you. shit. If we're gonna be for real, like, yeah, real shit. Yeah, that's like, KD. I, <laughs> I get it. Like I get it, but he's more or less tight off the fact of y'all wasn't gonna give me my money, like. Do you not see all that I did for y'all? I can't get my money. Yeah, but then when you have going to Miami, Mahomes, when you have Kelsey, when you have this, like people were worried about the the Mahomes Kelsey of it all. They weren't really worried. They weren't looking at them like the big three, which I feel they should have, or they could have. You get what I'm saying? Because he's having a monster season this this season. Very well, non-QB MVP to me. If this wasn't such a QB heavy award, you if there's an argument to be had that he's having the best season of his career. Yeah, 100%. But this 100%. system plays in the th- this system plays to his strengths because there's no real strong tight end connection. In Miami, who do you have? Evan freaking Ingram from who was who played in, in New, New York, York, who did okay under freaking um our boy uh Eli. Yeah. He's a weathered tight end. Yeah. So it's a it's a different system. I think Tyreek Tyreek Hill is a phenomenal player. 
But like you said, I feel, to be honest with you, I'm not going to hold you. The Packers have every weapon in their arsenal to upset. It wouldn't even be an upset. And I said this on the show several times. Jordan Love is his name? Yeah. Yeah. He is playing at the same level at this point in his career as Matt's the love of Matt's football life <laughs> ah. and Brett Favre. Oh shit. The level of disrespect <laughs> for one of the goats is crazy. Sorry, right, though. And talking about you see you lucky I, I didn't light a fire on his ass this week because you know he put his foot in his mouth. He sounded like a, a straight idiot. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. What did he say? Putting people's names that was on Epstein's island that wasn't on there. Right? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah I did hear that. Yeah. He bugging. I, know, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there because as long as. Bugging. That was why I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go wild. there, right? Bro, him not playing is more than enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Don't, like, don't didn't want to go there, there right? I'm not don't going there. But what I would say is um lost my chain of thought. Jordan Love and those Packers are playing at the same level that Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers played at this point in their careers, right? Which, which I don't feel like, I feel, I, I don't want to be racial, but I feel like people are not looking and doing a love the same way. And that is offensive. When it was Brett Favre, he was the best thing since Steve Young. When it was Aaron Rodgers, he was the best thing since Brett Favre. Jordan Love, they lined up the, the, the six, and he is on that same level. So I don't feel like it'll be too much of an upset. This this fight, this uh, match is more evenly matched than people are, are making it seem. That's a fact. That's Absolutely. a 100% Period. fact. Because Dallas can't stop the run. And and everybody knows it. And everybody knows it. That's something like, yo, if they lose, and everybody's been saying at nauseum for like the whole season, this is Dallas's best chance to get to this the is their best team. chance. This is this their is best it, chance to get this to is their best chance. But, but you know what? No one was expecting yeah. Michael Parsons. Well, then to, to be not playing as good as we thought he would be, yeah, I didn't expect it. I thought I thought he would have elevated his defensive like intensity. You being compared to Lawrence Taylor and shit, I was expecting better. But y'all looking like it was comparing him to who? LT. LT. Let's compare him to LT. Yeah. On, they said on, he was the look. modern day LT. LT. They said this I'm telling you, look, season. I'm not making and this they, shit up. That's this, what they And they said this last year. Too. Lauren Taylor. <laughs> Lauren oh. Taylor. Hey man. Like I said, Dallas loses game. Mm-hmm. One. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah. be. That's what I told Dre. I said, I'm, I'm look. I'm them. on the fence I'm going with, with them. it. I'm, I'm, I'm picking on the them. Fence. But I'm picking them with a heavy heart. I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you. I'm picking the Cowboys in this game. I'm picking them with a heavy heart. Now, I do feel the game that I'm way more shaky about is the Bucks versus the fucking Eagles. Excuse my language, the Hell Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if if that man, if that man Baker, yo, if that man Baker 
take the Eagles to the house. Man. It's in his favor, though. It's 100% in Baker's favor right now. Because they had a higher ranking, I think. No, not even just that. The defense is – Eagles defense can't stop a call right now. A.J. Brown is hurt. He's not playing. Jalen Hurts is is not is hurt, but he's playing. And then on top, so it's like, who are you going to target? Julio Jones. You see, I'm scared to go with to. You see, Matt switched his pick, and I feel like now I'm forced to switch my pick because I know to retire. Because if every like everybody knows. Take a win off points or could take a win off a tie since you've been in first place the entire season. So, but I don't want it to be a tie because I don't want him to be like, ing, 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 we've been, we tied, we tied, well, this is our fourth year doing this shit. We've tied at least, wait, we tied twice already. If we tie this year, it'll be three times. We don't really count no, the time that Pete won. I don't want to hear it. The rules were put in place earlier this season. I don't want to hear it. If there is a tie, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I got solace in knowing that I'm always in the race. I don't want to be a part of a tie. I want to let me tell you something. Out of the four times we've done this, I want to make sure that people know that I have won three out of the four times. And I want it to be as definitive, as definitive. As it can be. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Who's going listen, to I have, I have, I have the Bucks beating the Eagles straight up. I'm not going to mince words about it. I think the Bucks are a better team than the Eagles right now, especially with all the injuries that they have. Jalen Hurts is hurt, uh, as was said. Um, so I have the Bucks. Y'all don't be picking field. good, so I'm scared. Y'all be going like one and four. So it's like, who? Um, I will be one and four. I. I don't care. Once I feel realize I'm about to, I'm about yeah, to start Mr. picking. What is it? What is it? What is he do? Razzle dazzle. The razzle dazzle shit. I razzle dazzled at the wrong time at the beginning of the season. <laughs> over five at the beginning. I never never recovered. So, go ahead, Pete. Um, I have the Bucks beating the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that Dallas. Uh, is open to an upset, but I, I unlike um, Tay and Matt, would be surprised if Dallas were to lose, considering that it's a home game for Dallas, and Dallas is undefeated at home. They are undefeated at home this year. They're 8-0 and in Jerry's world. Um, you know, so uh, if they were to lose this game at home, of all the games they've won at home, I'd be, I'd be very surprised. Uh, even though Jordan Love was, I believe, second in the league in touchdowns with 32, um, I do believe Dallas will will beat uh, Green Bay in Dallas. Um, the team that I think is also primed for an upset is um, is the as uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Chiefs and uh, I believe it's the you know you have the Browns facing the Texans right now. 14 um, 10 tech uh, Browns, right? Yep. Yeah. So I think uh, I, I do have, I, I think I picked the Texans to win it. The Browns, uh, Flacco trying to get that comeback player of the year. Um, I think if Flacco were to win, he's, he sets a couple of uh, milestones, but 
Um, I got the, you know, text. I would like CJ Stroud and the Texans. I think they're a better team when Stroud plays. They've done a lot with, with a little. Uh, they moved the Bills game, the Bills Steelers game to Monday to, to Monday because of the snow in Buffalo. But I think Buffalo is primed to be upset as well. Also, can we talk oh. about Mike Tomlin <laughs> deserves his oh, flowers? I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I'm tired of Mike Tomlin deserves his flowers. Name me one other coach who in his entire career has not had a losing season, except for Mike Tomlin. Name me a coach who could have taken the Steelers the last three years and had a and had a above 500 or at least 500 season. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing season with the Pittsburgh Steelers his entire coaching tenure. And the last three years have been rough on that man. Yo, remember what I told y'all about the Eagles? They pulled it. They, they pulled the damn Steelers. I said they was gonna do it, and they I, did it. I called that at the beginning of the season. <laughs> I said, we'll right, see. They, they, we don't part, know. Oh, they're nine and one. Okay, just let's just wait on it. <laughs> we don't know, man. I, I still got faith in Jalen Hurts, man. I don't think he a bad quarterback. He just nobody been, ever said he was a bad City. Kansas City, Kansas City, you know, is primed for an upset as well. I think Miami has what it takes. I don't like that pressure. (laughs) Miami, Miami has what it takes to beat Kansas City offensively. Defensively, they also have what it takes to slow down Kansas City. My only worry is Tua Tungavailoa has only won, uh, no, sorry, has not won any games. Sorry, has not won any games when the starting temperature is below 45 degrees. Who's going to the Super Bowl, Pete? Um, Baltimore's 49ers. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's go. admit it. I'm going to tell you right now. And I've go ahead. Been, I've always been good at this. I've, I've accurately predicted the last few Super Bowls, right? If the Chiefs beat the Dolphins today, in decisive fashion, I'm gonna tell you right now, they're going to the Super Bowl. Will they win? No. No. San Francisco is gonna smack their asses like like a newborn baby being born. Yeah, I've got I've, you know, Baltimore and Kansas City are really the two teams in that playoff field. When you look at them, I mean, Baltimore has the bye. You know, Baltimore will likely uh, – Baltimore will, will play the lowest-seeded team, if I'm not mistaken, because they were the number one team. Yep. So they'll play the lowest-seeded team going into the second – in the second round. So it really depends who they play. Like, if if Baltimore plays Cleveland or – if Bo- I would like to see Baltimore play Cleveland. I picked the Texans to win. But I would love to see Baltimore play Cleveland because I'd like to see Flacco play Baltimore. I hope they just run Enlighten Eight the whole game on Don Flacco. <laughs> but Trey, he still ain't answered the question. Who going to the Super Bowl, baby? Um, I'm going with San Francisco in the West. Well, in the yeah, NFC, right. in the yeah, NFC, uh, and the AFC. Better say the right thing. It's either the Chiefs or the Ravens. I'll give you that. He's admitting that. It's either the Chiefs or the Ravens, but I don't think either one of them win. I don't think either one of them win. 
I think I think if the 49ers go to the Super Bowl, they win. Yeah, I Wait, think, hold on. One more question, Pete. Who, who's the MVP? Say it with your chest. <laughs> Say it with your chest, Peter. Because it's been two weeks. It's right, been, it's been two weeks, two, right? It's been, it's been more than two weeks. Peter put the juju on the rest of the league, and I said, watch this. Watch this. And, and Lamar Jackson did everything that you said he couldn't do. I can't save you. <laughs> no, and, no, no. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is this is classic Matt, right? This is classic Matt not letting the facts get in the way of a good story. Because he just wants to tell the story of, oh, look what Lamar Jackson did. Look what Lamar Jackson did when the two best defenders, the best cornerback oh, and the best God. linebacker Yo, on the Miami Dolphins. You are such a spin artist. question. Answer the question. Answer the question. Answer the question. It's easy. Just say Lamar Jackson. Let's hear it. MVP. Lamar Jackson is the MVP. The MVP to me is Brock Purdy. Mr. Austin, five interceptions? That's who you want? So you're telling me an MVP can't have a bad game? Five interception game? Not against the person that that we are saying is the MVP. If Brock Purdy wins the MVP over Lamar Jackson, I'm like, yo, that's racist. I'm, I'm, I'm calling straight up. Racing. Yo, I'm calling race car. Yo, I don't call race car. I don't ever call race car ever. And you know I'm pulling. You know I've been riding the San Francisco 49er train all season. So you know I do not like to be wrong, right? You know I don't want to be wrong. And you know I have not spoken about the Baltimore Ravens until a couple weeks ago. I forgot all about that team. Uh-huh. Okay? But if... Lamar Jackson loses MVP to Brock Purdy. I'm going to call race cards. If, if, it's not, if it's not Tyreek Hill, it got to be, no, be Lamar Jackson. Here's why, and, and I'm going to give you the logical yo, look, reason as I to why pale. I think. I look, I look sick today, y'all. Here's why I no, think Brock no, Purdy no, no. wins over Lamar yeah. Jackson. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Rodgers won it last year, right? No. Who won last year? Lamar? No, no. Pat Mahomes. wasn't it Pat, wasn't Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Pat won Mahomes. the NFL MVP. Yeah, it was Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. It should so, have been freaking um. It should have been Jalen Hurts. We was, we 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 was arguing about that. So my time. thought my thought process is this: here's the two things that I think is going to come Mahomes. into this. Here's going to be the two. Here's going to be the two questions that I think are going to get talked about in that room for the voting for the MVP. First off, did Lamar Jackson? because he's already won an MVP. Did Lamar Jackson do anything other than what we expected Lamar Jackson to be able to do? Did he exceed expectation? Or did he just meet expectation? You know what, Pete? You're goalpost you moving right now, bro. Word, yeah, bro. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, yeah. Patrick Mahomes do different? What did Patrick Mahomes do different? That shit. Cha-cha. Not going to hold you, bro. You goalpost moving. He's playing. He's playing his best football, man. Okay, he's playing his best football. No one, no one said. No one did. And nobody that. was worried about the Baltimore. We thought the Baltimore Ravens was all but cooked last year, bro. True, mm-hmm. but what we I'm thought saying they was cooked is, this year. What we thought I'm they was cooked this no, year. Their defense was shitty. What I'm saying is this: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not moving the goalposts. These are the exact questions that are going to get asked. These are the exact questions that get asked for every MVP. In fact, Pete, these I, are the same questions. Question, that question? Hold on. Hold on. These were the same questions that were brought up when a lot of the NBA analysts 
had come were doing interviews after the NBA MVP award and it went to Embiid instead of Jokic. The number one question that they said was asked, that they asked themselves, was did Jokic do anything better than what he already was Hell capable yeah. of doing? Or did he just do what Jokic is capable of doing when he is on his best? And the thing was, they decided he did not do anything better than what he was already. He was just playing his best game. Is Lamar Jackson playing his best football? Yes, he is. Is Lamar Jackson have a great year? Yes, he did. Is Baltimore the number one seed? Yes, they are. But the question that's going to get asked, did Lamar Jackson as a talent, as a quarterback, exceed any expectations that anybody thought he couldn't already meet? Did Brock Purdy exceed expectations? Brock Purdy, by definition, exceeded expectations on a major way from what anyone thought Brock Purdy would be capable of doing. There is no one with, with, with half a brain that analyzes the NFL that does not think Lamar Jackson is capable on any given day of playing like he has played this season. But there is not many people that thought Brock Purdy was capable of being anything more than a game-managing quarterback. And yet, what did Which Brock Purdy do? Brock Purdy went out there, threw touchdowns, did more than game-managed, took over games for the San Francisco 49ers. So when I look at Lamar Jackson, I'm going to look at Brock Purdy. The question that's going to get asked, did Lamar Jackson just be Lamar Jackson? Or did Lamar Jackson exceed Lamar Jackson. Did Brock Purdy exceed Brock Purdy or did Brock Purdy just be Brock Purdy? And I think that the, the answer comes down to Brock Purdy more than likely exceeded what people thought he was going to be while Lamar was just being Lamar, which it, by definition is already great. No one's saying he's not great. Bro, I'm not going to hold you. Brock Purdy <laughs> wins the damn MVP. Right, right We're burning right NFL on the stake. Yeah, Y'all down with me? Y'all down, exactly down with me? If this is the case, if we talk about MVPs doing more than what they what they're supposed to, then Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes shouldn't have got MVP last year because we know what Patrick Mahomes. Gonna that do. was the that was the question I was just about to ask him. Patrick Mahomes, we know we know what he gonna do. <laughs> Jalen Hurts went from most improved. I agree. To... Patrick Mahomes shouldn't have gotten the MVP last year. He shouldn't have. I said that last year we were on this podcast. I thought Jalen Hurts was gonna be the MVP. Using Pete's logic, I did not I'm think saying. Patrick Mahomes should be the MVP. We're using Pete's logic. logic. He's beating logic. <laughs> just, just, if wow. Patrick Mahomes did not deserve the MVP last year, Aaron Rodgers did not deserve it to two years prior. Because what the hell did he do in Green Bay? That he hasn't done already. That he had not done already. Here we go. Did he play spectacularly any better than he played before? I'm just saying. Now, if he would have wanted, the, if he would have played in the Jets this year and won it this year for the Jets and turned them into a playoff bound team, then yes. Ah, uh, shut up. Uh, I would shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. The reason why I was high on the Dak Prescott train is because the Dallas Cowboys were playing extraordinarily different than usual. But over the past four weeks, we just realized the Cowboys are going to Cowboy, baby. And they have not played any different than they've been playing over the past six years. Yeah, it's because they started playing teams that are actually good. 22. Remember, they went, they went, they went like five weeks straight playing trash-ass teams. But that was the Philadelphia Eagles last year, and they got founded out during the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. this year they got they had a tougher schedule 
and got found it out much sooner. Unfortunately, Jalen Hurts was hurt. But you could have sat it out, homie. Mm -hmm. What's next? Um, you're on nah. Uh, we already answered one of the questions earlier, but um, speaking so. about Jokic, did you guys see Carmelo Anthony's interview when he said that the Denver Nuggets were being petty? <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. Let me tell you why. Okay, Pete, we have to be subjected to your chess game while you're driving. <laughs> Here he goes with that hat. I can't even deal. And the biggest that hat has the biggest brim. It looks like it looks like a duck bill. Yeah, Super Mario hat on. Sex positive with the with the the hat that's not gonna ever get nobody no buns. <laughs> well, I, listen, I'm glad. I'm fine. I got all the buns I need at home. I don't need to be attracted. Men who, men who say that gets no buns at home. Oh, my gosh. Why are we here? Okay. I don't <laughs> need any extra buns out in the street. So, to answer Tavia's question, no, I'm not saying they're being petty, but Carmelo Anthony's number Why would Carmelo's number needs to get hung up in the rafters in the freaking... Denver Nuggets place anyway. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I love Melo. Yes, you deserve to put respect on his name and all the stuff like that. Yes, I feel like he's underrated. And yes, I feel like he's one of the best players ever. But please. So it's giving me the jitters. I don't know why. Jokic, he brought them a championship. Jokic was also a third-round pick, and nobody thought Jokic was going to become what Jokic became. I could understand uh, right. this if, if Jokic was a number one overall pick, and they gave him Melo's number, and they everybody knew he was going to that Jokic was going to be one of the best generational players ever. Like I could understand Melo's argument there. This man was a third-round pick, and no one thought he was going to be anywhere near what he has become. Melo, that he just so happened to get the same number that Melo got. So I'm I'm sorry. And listen, uh, I come from I'm I'm one of the rare people that don't like to jock ride Mello. I think Mello was a great player, but Mello did nothing of any kind of substance that any team needs to hang his banner up anywhere in the NBA. I'm sorry. Syracuse can hang his banner up because they brought him a championship, but I'm tired how everybody in Syracuse still wants to slob on his knob in 2024 when the man ain't done nothing for you. Slob on his knob. Yo, Pete is all one this year. Yeah. Listen, I attended Syracuse University for four years, and it was like eight years since or six years since Melo brought them a title. And when I was went to college, Melo was a god on that campus. I mean that. Melo was a god. People would literally clean the ground that he walked on. And when he showed up, when he showed up, uh, the Denver Nuggets played the um, Phoenix Suns in an exhibition game, right, uh, in the Carrier Dome, which is no longer known as the Carrier Dome. And of course, all anybody cared about was seeing Melo. It was the last minute of the game, and everybody's chanting, Melo. Hello, hello. All they wanted the man to walk on the court for the last minute and be there as time expired one last time on the carrier dome. So he went up to George Carl, who was still the coach of the Nuggets at the time, whispered something at him. He said, okay. And then Mello went to the warm-up circle. Mello started, he started brushing off his feet, his sneakers, like he was going to get in the game, stuff like that. And the crowd goes nuts. I mean, that crowd was brimming with the anticipation. And he went like this. He was like, 
and walk back to the bench. And him and AI over there clowning it. And I'm just like, yo, you understand these people deify you up here and you gonna play them like that? It was at that moment, oh, that. And then when he went and started fucking around with students on campus when he was still married to Lala, that I lost all respect for that man personally. Look at Peter with morals and shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You married to Lala and you out here messing around with under 21s on a, on a college campus just because you came back to campus? I'm sorry. Go do something better with your life. Go win a title for the Knicks. Oh, wait. Couldn't do that either. I mean, fair. If the Knicks want to, if the Knicks want to put his jersey up, fine. The man was in New York. The man was great in New York. Fine. But put up Patrick Ewing's jersey first. Fuck out of here with Melo. I don't. I don't disagree with Patrick Ewing's jersey being like risen, but I do feel like he was a staple in Denver as well. It's not above the realm of possibility of him getting. What the What because he? Do you get a participation trophy for turning a, a franchise around? I mean, let's oh. be real here. Like he's one of the top five players of the franchise of all time. But yeah. I mean, really want to hang his rafter, his number in the rafter. They can under a different number. They can sign him for a day, give him a number, and retire him if they want to. But I feel like one Jokic gave them a, a what they gave him. I'm sorry, 15 belongs to him now. Yeah, but that there was the point players. of it. Why did they give him that number, knowing that? But I don't think it was, but, but but the thing is, but if he was a third round pick, they really didn't know that he was going to rise up to be this. So what he's supposed to change his number once they realize he was no. going to be good? My whole wait, hold I on, mean, hold on. Let me, let me just hold on one second. Let me just if Melo would have brought a time or a conference champion for Nuggets, I didn't hear what then you said. maybe, I didn't but I don't said. think he did that. What did you just say? Because your, your thing was messing up. What you said? Maybe if he brought a title. Maybe if he, he had brought a title to, the Western to Denver Conference. or Eastern Conference. He got him to the Western Conference. Did they Conference win the Western finals. Conference? No. Look at who they played. Did they, they win played the, Lakers. the Western Conference? They, they played the Lakers. But everybody the knows. Almost doesn't, Almost count. doesn't count. Almost doesn't count. That's crazy. All right. Well, I Robert. Don't, I don't. I don't Ori, Robert Ori has more NBA rings than almost anybody, right? Is his number mm -hmm. hanging up in anybody's damn rafters? Was Robert Ori a franchise player? Is it? When he was drafted, when he was drafted, they thought he was going to be. But, but he well, wasn't a franchise player. Was, was, but was Melo really? Oh, yeah, but what did Melo do as a franchise player, though? He made Denver relevant. They like, weren't will, relevant will before he? he got there. Okay. What okay. Okay, Allen Iverson made Allen Iverson made basketball relevant. I don't see them changing he made the damn Philly logo relevant, to have and that's Allen why Iverson he got his. But he made Philly relevant, and that's why he got his jersey retired. He also took him. But, but he took him to the. And they didn't win. The Almost doesn't count, right? But he, but he count, took though, right? them to the finals. He, but that there's a certain there's a championship associated with winning the Eastern Conference Finals. You are the Eastern Conference champion. That's a championship. It may not be the big championship, but it's a championship. You know that, right? Has Melo won an MVP? It's a championship. You know, you know that. You know that's a championship, right? 
He's never won an MVP, no. Huh? You got the championship, right? The Eastern Conference championship. You get a trophy. Yeah, I'm well aware of that. But that's why he took them to a – he. they won a championship as the 76ers, just not the championship. Mm -hmm. But every but y'all y'all dynamic was saying that he didn't win a championship. Like he didn't win the championship. No, no, no. He didn't do get a ring. He knew what AI did. So Matt, Matt, you're saying, and I heard you say the Carmelo Anthony made the Denver Nuggets relevant. Yes, he did. Okay, so what who's on the Nuggets before that? Hold on, what did my mood Abdul Rauf did? What did the Kembe Matumbo do? Did they make it? To, did they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Did they make it to the Western Conference? Did they make it to the Western Conference Finals? Yes. Doesn't matter. They made that team relevant. The Denver in what Nuggets year? One of the greatest. One of the greatest. In Western what year, Pete? Teams in what year, 90s. Pete? In the early nineties, we're talking about in that era of the two thousands going on. Oh, Denver no, was not relevant until Melo got there. You said he made them relevant, which means they were oh irrelevant. God. Before then, that's like saying KD made the Seattle Supersonics relevant when he didn't. He made them oh, re-relevant. He brought them back to prominence. But don't sit here and act like the Denver Nuggets were not a good team and didn't have in star players and all-stars. They made the fucking conference. They made the conference finals. Okay, so you're saying you have- they were relevant. You're talking about they were relevant from what? So, like the like the the golden era in the sense of after that mm-hmm. era was what 98 99 going all the way to to LeBron right was Denver in the in, in playoff contention from 98 to 2003 they could have been that's not the answer were they were they in playoff but contention does that mean from they're that? not relevant yes no. that does they, they were not a, no. they were not a threat they weren't no, a threat being a threat and being relevant are two different things Oh my God, <laughs> yo, Pete, they were not relevant from '98 to freaking 2003, bro. Like, come on, bro. You like, don't move the goalposts because you're trying to you can't you trying to shit on Melo's career. I get it, but to say that they were relevant before Melo got there is 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 crazy. What it's did okay? Crazy, so what did Melo do? Hold on, what did Melo do for any team that he played for that you can't name other players that did for their team? Melo did nothing special for any team he played for. Melo, I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you this question. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna ask you this question. So Damian Lillard, as great as he was and as a franchise player, you wouldn't retire. You wouldn't. You wouldn't hang his jersey up in Portland. I would. I didn't say I wouldn't hang up. uh, Answer the question. Answer the question. Of course I would. What did he do for Portland? The same shit that he was a great player, but that's it. But he did nothing. So, but you would hang his jersey, though. I didn't say I wouldn't hang Melo's jersey. That was never the question. I asked you the, no, I asked you a question. Would you hang Damian Lillard's jersey? I would. So then why wouldn't Denver hang Melo's jersey? I didn't say they shouldn't. No one ever said they shouldn't. I didn't say they shouldn't. All if I said I, to you. Hold on. Let me, what number, huh? Yeah, we can't hear you going in and out. Can you hear me? Yes. But you, yeah, yeah, Can you hear me now? In and out. Yes. Yeah, you're going lagging. That's why. There's a lag connection that's causing the audio to go in and out. What about now? Yeah, now. Much better now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
when you look at the impact that Jokic is going to have on the Denver Nuggets franchise, is now going to overshadow Melo because he brought them a ring. Yep. Do I feel like it was petty of the organization to give him that number? No. Did they know he was going to be this? No. Do I feel like Melo was a little butthurt? Yes. Yes, I do. Do I feel like Melo deserves a special recognition from the Nuggets? Yes. Is it his number in the rafters? No. Do I feel like Dame Lillard deserves his number in the rafters for the Portland Trail Blazers? No. But do I feel Clyde Drexler does? I didn't hear. It keeps lagging on her. You said Dame Lillard doesn't deserve his number in the, in the, in the rafters? What's, what's going on? Is it my shit that's frozen? No, it, it's going in and out. I was just freezing. Yeah. Listen, I'm not. Listen, they could easily put one 215. Second. One second. Just give me one second because I'm making the point. The internet's not working a little side. Hey guys, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. So what I'm saying is, when you look at the the two number 15s, when it's all said and done, because Jokic won an MVP, right, and brought a championship to the Nuggets, his number 15 is going to be more impactful to the Denver Nuggets organization than Carmelo Anthony's overall, right? Was Carmelo Anthony culturally and organizationally relevant to the Denver Nuggets? Yes. Should some respect be put on his name as a generational player from the 2003 to the 2020s? Yes. Do I feel like we should be giving players numbers in the rafters for just being above average and great? No, I don't. I, do I feel like we should be given numbers in the rafters if you do something extraordinary? Do I feel like it should be reserved for just NBA Finals winners? No. But do I feel like if you are a franchise player that took you further, at least to the NBA Finals? Yes. Would I put Damian Lillard's number up in Portland? No. What did he do? He was a cornerstone. Yes. Would I put his picture backstage? With some of his key moments? Yes. Will his number go up in the rafters? No. Why? Why? I mean, I, I Do would I think the Denver with... Nuggets were petty by giving Jokic that number? No, I don't because he was a third-round pick. People didn't know how great he was going to be. Do I still consider him great yet? Not really. I mean, I, 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 where the only area where I disagree with Tay is I, I would personally put Lillard's number up there. I think Denver should put both 15s up there, but I agree that Jokic's 15 is going to mean but more than... Everybody, that's the teacher mindset that you have, is giving everybody a participation trophy. Because well, at the end of the day... It's flowers. Okay. 
I'm not putting Chauncey Billups' number up there, and Chauncey Billups was running but with But why not Chauncey. put Chauncey Billups' number up there? Isn't he an NBA? But didn't he win the NBA Finals with the Detroit Princess in 2004? I would put him up there for That's Detroit. Detroit. Was he? Yeah, for Detroit. But I'm talking about Denver because he, yeah, uh, Chauncey Billups was the point guard that really took Melo's career to another level in Denver. Yeah, but that's asterisk shit. Right. That's right. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put Melo's jersey up there either. For what? I, where I agree with Matt, right? I I disagreed with Matt. I disagreed with Matt over the use, the usage of the word that he used. Do I believe that Melo was, the franchise cornerstone for the Nuggets that allowed for them to get to the places that they got to, that allowed for them to inevitably draft Joker? Yes. Do I think the Nuggets are in the positions that they're in today without having the runs that they had uh, with Melo? I don't think they are in the positions that they're in today. So I do think someone Why? like Melo... Why? Because Melo left the team in 2011. They didn't become relevant again until 2022. That's another 10-year drought. No, I would say probably a little earlier than that, but they just weren't as great as they could have been. Probably about 2019. But that's they another, really okay. It doesn't matter. Eight years, it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't, what, eight, almost, a, okay. We're, it's a difference between one or two years. Yeah. The better I part mean, of a decade. But then, but, but, but then we could say the same thing, right? We could say the same thing. We could say the same thing about a variety of, you know, cornerstone players. Like, listen, do I believe that, you know, LaFonso Ellis's jersey should be up in the rafters in Denver? Of course I do. Matumbo's jersey should be up in the rafters in, in, in Denver. Because um, those were cornerstone players during that time. The same way I think, you know. Do you put John Starks' jersey up in the, in the Master Square Garden? I would. Why? I wouldn't. I'd put Ewing. Jer- 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 Ewing jersey is up there. I'd put Ewing. I'd probably put, I'd probably put Ewing. I'd put, uh, as much as they hate him, I'd put. I'd put L, uh, LJ and Oakley up there. Why? LJ only played there for like five seasons, maybe even four. Man, his his seasons there were. I would put Mason's number up in the rafters. Only because he passed away at, in memoriam. I'd put Mason's number. I'd put Houston's number up there. You know what? You guys love to give participation trophies up there. Like Chauncey Billups, his number just deserves to go with the Detroit Pistons. Well, he did want, yeah, he won a number, he won a ring with them, yeah. And he was the NBA Finals MVP. Yeah. Well, would you put Rip Hamilton's number up there? Ben Wallace. No. Ben Wallace's why? number. Why not? Rip no. Hamilton? He has records no. in Detroit. Okay. Chauncey Billups has records in, in, in Detroit. No, y'all like to get participation. So I guess the whole, I guess leave it up to y'all. The whole rafters will be filled with people's numbers. No, I would put three numbers up in Detroit. That's from a that distinct. Team. You guys don't understand it. Like that's a distinct honor reserved for only a handful of people. Jokic deserves that. that title without Jokic, Rip or Ben Wallace. because it's a team game. No, of course they're not. Chauncey Billups can't do it by damn self, right? Well, not even that. But I think even if you put another player in Ben it Wallace, it is even position, that. It is even they damn sure. Let me tell you something. They damn sure wasn't winning it without Chauncey Billups. They weren't winning it without Richard Hamilton. And they wasn't winning it without Ben Wallace or Rasheed Wallace. Or Tayshaun. Or they coach. Or they bench. That's trash. It's the truth. Or the fact that the Lakers were the Lakers, what the Lakers were that year, they were not in sync. They were not the same Lakers they were the year before. Everybody knows that. 
The Lakers have retired Kobe and Shaq's numbers, and that's it, correct? Much deserved. And Paul Power saw. Angus saw. Much deserved. Much those deserved. Those are the more recent ones. Much deserved. Yeah, because I think the only other relevant player on those teams would have been Derek, would have been Fish, and that's it. He's going to no. get his shit retired. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure he is. Like LeBron. LeBron's number could be retired in Cleveland and Miami, not L.A. Why? He won a championship in L.A. Cleveland and Miami, not L.A. His more impactful years were in Cleveland and Miami, to me. I feel like... And, and, and he broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record in L.A. So, I mean... Yeah, I, but I it, it, it was the work that he did in Cleveland and Miami that helped him break his record in L.A. Like, come on. Look, like, I'm not disagreeing with you. Y'all want to give participation trophies to everybody. Why you think? Why you think not everybody has their numbers hanging in the rafters? That is a distinct honor reserved for the the most elite. And Carmelo and you, and, and, is not. Carmelo is not amongst the most elite. In Denver, he's, he's like the nut. He's top two in Denver. What do you? I don't. I don't but what did? Well, okay. At the all right, all right. What did that show for? Oh, okay. You just right. said elite players for that franchise. He. But what did that show for? But what does that what does that show for it? What did it show for it? I mean, what points, steals, assists? All it did was fatten them up to go to the Knicks. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah. All it did was fatten them up to go to the Knicks. I mean, to 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 in my in my defensive Tavius point. They didn't even. Mm, Mello did the same things for Denver that. Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash did for the Phoenix Suns, but it ultimately didn't lead to an ultimate championship. And you're bugging if you think Amari Stoudemire is not going to get his, his jersey hung up in Phoenix. And again, I, I personally, I personally am he not is. debating he whether or not Melo should get his jersey retired. Hell, if they want to put a statue of Melo outside of Denver's stadium, go right ahead. I believe he deserves that honor. But what I'm not going to sit here and say is that Melo was this transcendent you know like you, you know he was he was a he was a great player who had many many defaults which is why he didn't get as far as some of his compatriots he didn't get as far as Dwayne Wade he didn't get as far as LeBron James you know like yeah everybody wants to talk about dark he got robbed for rookie of the year by LeBron James I can tell you that much well, nobody wants to talk about that shit he got robbed he got robbed of rookie of the year and okay. that's that's facts 100 percent facts we go, we're going to forget that his rookie year, he carried Denver Nuggets to the playoffs. But we're going to forget that. We're going to pretend like he's not elite. And, Look, and I, know, get Denver, I get Denver doesn't like Melo because he wanted out and he wanted to actually play for a different team because of how he was getting treated by George Carl. I get it. I get it. But to sit there and say, like, that man don't deserve his jersey raised, because he didn't he bring him a championship. What did he that's do? Wild. At the end of the day, what did that's he do? Wild. He that's wild. That's wild. He I, made I, them I, relevant. He carried them to the playoffs on his back. Matt, I would oh, say that. So, so John Starks, John Starks helped Patrick Ewan and Charles Oakley take the Knicks to the finals, and was the reason why the Knicks were in the finals. And they they won. They they got into the finals because of John Starks and Patrick Ewan. So John Starks deserves his jersey in the Raptors because he brought us some legendary yes. moments. Nah. No. Yes, I believe John Stars do believe. I do think John Stars need his jersey raised. I'm a big John Stars fan. If they're not going to raise, they don't squall out John Stars. If they're not going to raise his jersey, at least raise a Kia in his honor. And when you look at LeBron's rookie year stats and Melo's rookie year stats, 
they do not compare. Why does it not compare? Why does it not compare? Matt, the only reason I believe that they gave LeBron Rookie of the Year over over Melo, and this is because he's the face. No, no, he's the face. No, it's because Melo spent a year in college and won a championship before he came to the NBA versus LeBron James was straight out of high school at the age of 18. So they looked at what LeBron did and put it at a higher level than what Melo did because Melo played at a higher level and won a championship before he got to the NBA versus LeBron. So I, I personally feel like they valued what LeBron did straight out of high school at the tender age of 18 for a Cleveland team versus what a guy who at least had spent a year playing organized college basketball and won a championship did in Denver. That makes sense. They still got Rob. Carry that bum ass Denver team to the playoffs. Yeah, Made them. If I had to, if I had to go between what Jokic did for Denver and what Carmelo did for Denver, Jokic is gonna win every time. I'm not saying that he's that he isn't. Okay, I'm just saying. Melo still needs his jersey raised too, because he is a cornerstone in that. He's a cornerstone in that franchise. Okay, he's a cornerstone in that franchise. You can't say Denver so Nuggets get, so and not get, mention Melo in there. Even, the, the Knicks show Melo more love than the Nuggets do, because he's from New York. Okay, he's actually raised in Maryland. Raised in Maryland, but he's yeah, from Red Hook, Brooklyn. He act, he actually he's actually a Baltimore person. Actually, a Baltimore. Does not, it still doesn't defeat the he fact actually, that he has no, the time I'm in New York. New, I'm talking about the New York Knicks organization. Acts as if Melo played there his entire career. You you really don't you don't you don't think so? Am I? I don't. I'm not even, I'm not even debating that. I'm just saying I'm not debating I that. I just said he, I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that. I just said the man deserves his flowers. And it needs to be raised in Denver as well. I feel like they did some stuff and shit and just gave his jersey up because they were trying to erase what he did out there because they were petty. Did they know Joker was going to be what he is today? Probably not. It doesn't defeat the fact that Melo was number 15. Melo was a cornerstone in Denver. Yeah, they, he deserves his flowers. Mean me, you mean to tell me that they gave him Jokic's? You they gave Jokic's number. Yo, they gave Jokic number fifteen, knowing that Jokic was going to be who he hey, was. I said it could be right and it couldn't be. I don't know. I said they gave up his number. It could have been. It could have been Dexter Saint Jock wearing number fifteen. They didn't give a fuck as long as they got rid of the number. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they purposely gave it to Joker. I just said they purposely gave it up. That's it. I'm not saying it was Joker, that they used Joker as it. Regardless of the fact, Denver and that franchise feel some type of way about Mello. And that's clear. And they were big proponents with George Kong. It is what it is. But to say he don't deserve his, his, his jersey race is wild. Bro, he, bro. He doesn't. That is wild. Them niggas was not relevant since 95, 95, 94. That's a whole decade. But they still wasn't a legitimate threat in the Western Conference during the Mellow Years either. They made the playoffs in the Mellow Years either. They made the playoffs in the stat Western Conference. Let's be real. I'm being real. Denver was not making the playoffs before Mellow got there. 
Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. But they wasn't making a fine. You mean to tell me, right? Okay, they was making the playoffs. He made them relevant, but he made them a championship caliber team. They were a champion. You, 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 you sitting there telling me that there was a championship caliber team? Against the Spurs, the Lakers, and, were they and a the Utah? championship caliber team? No. Okay. 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 No, not even okay. Not even, 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 but Melo can carry a weak ass team for the that never did anything. They gave him the flowers before he even made the finals. But they gave him the flowers before he even made the finals, Dave. To the finals. It's a big difference. Yo, that's crazy, to bro. To the finals. That's, to wow. the finals is different. It's not you biased. It's, it has nothing to do with bias. It has nothing to do with bias. They lost to the Lakers, bro. And get your jersey hung in the Raptors? Wow. Wow. They lost to the, they lost to the eventual champions. So that swept, that swept wow. Orlando. Wow. So I don't, I don't, I don't know who said this in the comments because it only says Facebook user. But they said obviously Jokic had a lucky break to get to the finals, considering the West was weak. And here's where I, 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 I hate when people say that because are we gonna if we're gonna devalue Jokic's championship because he got lucky because the West was weak? Are we gonna devalue? The Elijah hold on. Are we but are we going to devalue Elijah championships when because the, the West was weak then too? When 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 Jordan retired in the West and Nin in the nineties. We, we we talking about Jordan? We talking about Melo? What are you talking about? No, no. What I'm saying is, if we're going to devalue Joker's championship run because the West was weak, are we going to devalue the two titles that Hakeem Olajuwon won because Jordan retired and they were able to get the hottest team out the freaking playoffs? Because we devalued no. people's championships because, oh, this was weak and this was weak. There was only one other team out west, which was Utah. And then and then Houston snuck in because they were like, yo, we're going to get these chips while Jordan's out. Because everybody, and I think everybody would agree just about everybody. And that's not true. Golden State was good, too. But almost Back in the early 90s? Agree. Yeah, Golden State was good, too. They were not that good. The Rockets, it was the Rockets, the Spurs, the Rockets. The Spurs were the were the other good teams. We're talking about and the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Spurs, the Jazz, and the Nuggets in the nineties. You guys weren't watching basketball live. I was. Oh, I love that you keep saying that like you was there with me when I was four or five years old. I watched yeah, the NBA when I was that age. Four or five, eleven, twelve is two different things. That doesn't four mean I wasn't studying old. basketball. Four five years it's old. like you trying to describe my knowledge It's two different levels of memory. But I still play it. I studied it. What do you like that? You and can't you, discredit what I know because I'm doing it. Is what I'm saying. I watched what does it that mean? I studied it. I watched I it and played it. I saw live when Hakeem Olajuwon won his two championships. You were four or five years old. That's a different. That's a different point of memory. So I, it's, 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 it's impossible for me to still play it and watch it and study it. You looked at old YouTube. YouTube. You, you guys look at old YouTube clips. So, you look at all your gold. No, YouTube wasn't a thing until 05 or 06. I watched it before that. Golden State was not that. relevant at that time. Golden State was so not VHS relevant at that time. So VHS didn't exist? 
Is that what we're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? You're gonna sit there and devalue, and you you will sit there and devalue my point of view. Who watched it live for some old VHS? You devalue my point of view. Boom! Make it make it make it make sense because it doesn't. You're saying because I was four or five at the time when it was live. Four or five. I don't know basketball. So you're gonna compare the memory of a four or five year old with somebody who's already in junior high school? Again, they have VHSs. I study basketball. All right, all right. No, make so make I know my history when it comes to basketball. So, so you mean, you're you're mean Golden, State. Golden State was a re was a relative team and was a a team that was relevant in the early nineties. So when they had Chris Webber and Chris Mullen, they weren't relevant. Is that what they you're telling me? Not, they were not a relevant threat to the San Antonio oh. Spurs. I didn't say they were. I didn't say they were a threat. They were not. To say that the West was weak is it's not true. They weren't the weak. A, the West was the weak, the weaker conference. Yes, it was. You like I all right. Weaker is not saying right, that they were ahead, weak. You guys like to play. You all right? Okay. It's like people studying. It's like it, it makes me laugh because people be like, "Yo, I studied World War II," as opposed to somebody who actually saw World War II. So you're gonna you so it's like you're gonna take the word of somebody who studied it or somebody who actually saw it. But but nevertheless, I digress. I so I don't, know, I don't know nothing because I was four or five. I didn't that say that, but I'm just saying. I'm a, a point of view, it's not about not knowing nothing. But the thing is, it's like, okay, you studied it, but I watched it live. It's like when, when people be like, yo, I studied that. Oh, I saw it live. So you're gonna, when you get interviewed, you, are you going to ask the person that studied it? Or are you going to ask the person that saw it live? And if he's knowledgeable of it, what does it matter? It does matter. If I'm, if I'm doing an investigation of the story, right? I'm going to first go to the person who watched it live as opposed to the person who studied it. Because I'm, I'm going to want to watch the first person's point of view. I'm not saying that the person who studied it, their point of view is not relevant. I'm not saying that. But, I, but I'm going to give a different point of view because I can tell you the cultural relevance, what was happening around that time from a different point of view because my POV will be different because I can tell you what was happening around that time culturally, what was happening around that time in the league, the story, like how we can look at the storylines because we're living in it live now, right? We can, I can tell you what the what the what the pundits were saying. I can tell you what was said was being said on ESPN Live. I can tell you a little bit more than what was just being said on the stats. That's what I'm saying. There's somebody who could say, well, I look back on it. I can tell you what was happening in real time. It's not to say that what you're saying is not true or what you're saying is not factual. But what I'm saying is, yo, don't. You you guys use your opinions and take it as absolute, like, it's facts. It's this. It's this. I'm telling you, though, I was there and I saw this shit. That's not how it went down. Period. But you're saying the same thing in the same aspect of 05 or 04 or 03 or 06. And I was I'm there watching saying, it live. When I'm saying that, when I was saying about that, you see, I never, when y'all talk about 03, 04, 05, 06, I never sit there and be like, you don't know what she's talking about. I'd be like, hmm, I don't remember that. Or I'd be like, you know what? I get that. But I, if I'd be emphatic. I don't get emphatic until I talk about the early 90s or the 90s. That's when, that's when I get emphatic. Because I'd be like, yo, I was, I was a preteen or a teenager during that time. It was never that deep. And when y'all sit there and talk about the early 2000s stuff, I'll be quiet in my own world. Because basketball was trash during that time for me.
trash. Big trash. My opinion, Melo needs to get his, his jersey raised. He deserves his jersey He's raised. Not, I don't think so. Maybe in Syracuse. Just like John Starks. Syracuse and that's it. And John Starks does not need his jersey hung up anywhere. He was an above-average player that had a couple of razzle-dazzle moments. They the just need that? to raise it. They just need to raise a Kia for John Starks. That's it. Because I keep hearing about his Kia commercials. What Kia commercials? You don't know about John Starks Kia? No. No, I'm not in New York. So. Yeah, John Starks. John oh, Starks has a couple of has a couple of Kia dealerships. Well, John Starks Kia. So his, they uh, went his, to the uh, conference, and, and you talking about that time uh, when they when they got mellow, they went to the they went to the conference finals one time. They lost in the first round. Every other time, yeah, with trash as every other time. And how about how about they only won one game every single round? One game 2003 04 lost in the, the, the first round to the Timberwolves, won one game. First round to the Spurs, won one game. First round to the Clippers, won one game. First round to the Spurs, one game. Got swept by the Lakers. Then they, they lost to the conference finals in 09. Then they again. They lost in the first round, lost in the first round, lost in the first round. So you mean to tell me with a playoff record like that over the span of seven, eight seasons that Carmelo Anthony deserves to get his jersey hung up in Denver? Yes. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Before that, were they making the points at all? Were they above 500? Yeah. Fuck See that? That's, that's your way of thinking. Like, like, that's what we. So would you? So, and if I'm looking at this, the K. Uh, Matumbo don't deserve it over there either. No, no. So by your logic, Matt. By your logic, Matt. Does Trey Young get his jersey hung up in Atlanta? Because before Trey Young got drafted by Atlanta, they weren't making the playoffs, and then they started making the playoffs. His career is not over yet. We don't know what's going to happen with his career. Yet. Yeah, but that's the same I'm type not talk of logic. About his career. That's the same type it's of logic. not the same type of logic. He's a franchise. He's a franchise player. They've been making the playoffs, so that's the same. He didn't type change. Of logic. He didn't change Atlanta. Atlanta was making he the playoffs. They were making the playoffs before he got the, let's look. Let's pull up that. Let's pull up the oh, Atlanta Hawks now. Let's go to the Atlanta Hawks. Hold on. So they didn't have Joe Johnson. They didn't have Kyle Culver. They didn't have they, they didn't have Bibby. They have all these players that was on that team making the playoffs before that. That's what you're telling me? So they had a longer drive than Denver did. Last I checked, the only way for you to get a top 10 pick is not make the playoffs unless you traded for a top 10 pick. They traded Luca for Trey Young. From that, from 2000 to 2008, they didn't make the, the playoffs at all. From 2017 to 2020, they didn't make the playoffs at all either. The, Three the years. Atlanta, that's still a long. That's still a considerable amount of time. It was not. And before, no, it's that, not. And, before and before that, they they lost in the first round. So the crazy thing is, y'all trying to compare Trey Young to Trey Young's career, not, early I'm career, not to Melo's to career. And contrast the two. I'm not trying to compare and contrast the two. But what I'm saying by your logic, Trey Young should get his his jersey. That's not my logic. What he did so for that, what he did for logic, that franchise, Trey Young should yes. get his jersey hung up in Atlanta too. So if, if that's the case, it's not prestigious then. So every above average player that was a it's for the franchise. Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning deserves their jerseys hung in Charlotte too, right? Alonzo Mourning deserves his his jersey raised in Miami. Which it is, but not, but but not in Charlotte. Muggsy Bogues deserves his jersey hung in um in Charlotte. 
I wouldn't be mad at Muggsy Bogues getting his jersey. Right, Why? Bro. All Larry Johnson, honestly. Why? Because he had some cartoons and some sneakers? What about Sean Kemp? In Seattle, yeah. Why? Which it is. Well, I, it he, is. He took them it to is the finals. Seattle. Seattle. I get that. He took them to the finals. So, yeah, I see that. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony, take that up with Syracuse. Take that up with Syracuse. Because your dirt, his jersey doesn't deserve it. It's sour grapes. He sounds like a baby. How does he sound like a baby? He sounds like a baby. Because, I heard the podcast. He didn't complain because, at all. Because at the end of the he day, he, joke, like, he sounds like a baby. It's how? Like sour grapes. You mean to tell me Joker played with number 15 all his life? You think he knew he was going to come to the Nuggets and win a championship? Like, to be fair, you want a number your whole life. That's not what he said. Huh? That's not what he said. His whole issue is with the Denver franchise. There was nothing with Joker. He said, what I'm saying is, he said they gave it to the number to Joker to be petty to him. No, he did not. That's what he, he said. He said, I would, he said, I would not be surprised if they just gave up the the, the, the jersey to anybody. Like, here. He said, and I wouldn't even be. He said, I don't know what happened. He said, Joker could have been. Joker could have picked 15 out of paying homage to me. I heard I heard the podcast. I heard it yesterday. He wasn't coming at Joker. He was saying more or less. He's I like, yeah. said he came at Joker. I said he sounds petty. I don't think he sounded petty. He said, "Yo, every time I, he's like, yo, they hold grudges. I went to Denver. They booed me the whole game. I get, it was motivation. I dropped 40. I dropped 50 on them. I use it as motivation. It's clear they don't respect me. He, like he sounds like he bullied his way out of the thing is you expect love from the franchise that you bullied your way out of too. So Dame don't deserve his his his, his jersey raise because he feel, bullied his way out of Portland. No. Cool. Bye. I hope James Harden never get his jersey raised because he bullied his way out of everything. He, was he doesn't deserve to get his jersey raised anyway. Even though he made Houston somewhat relevant after after Yao Ming and Jason Verdi. Carried them to the playoffs. Carried the them court. to the you Western Conference. You see how Conference you mispronounced the, you see the, the, He said it was a petty maneuver. It wasn't like, oh, we got numbers. It was like, here you go. You're number 15. You, you got to listen to the whole podcast, okay? No, you, you, you Y'all put Joe Kitch in the I'm middle of that. He don't know Please. what the F is going on. He could have won it because he wanted to pay homage. But what I believe... What and that's I what he said. ...is that they gave him 15 to try to erase what I did. So Melo thinks he's such big shit that, that exactly. the Denver Nuggets is walking around saying, we want to but I'm biased. This is crazy. Well, what do you mean? I don't have hatred, but you see, you so quick when you when you when someone don't agree with you. You heard what he just said. Be, that's you why so I said quick to be like somebody hates Melo. I don't hate Melo at all. No, I said, I'm biased. He said he thinks he's big shit. I'm like, but I'm but I'm not. So, I'm not he, saying that he, he thinks he's big shit. That he wanted to leave. Listen to the whole Why would you disrespect by even offering that? The disrespecting you offering that showed you just wanted to erase everything that came right prior to that right there. So yeah, fuck y'all. You're saying fuck me, dead smack in the rest of the world. Cool. I ain't never said nothing bad about y'all. He took it exactly what I said. He took them giving him the number exactly how I started this whole thing. He took them, giving him the number as a petty Listen maneuver to, to erase everything that he did. 
That was my whole argument in the first place. So my question is, knowing the internet, they don't just take certain parts of, a, of the interview and don't and, and, and fit into their own narrative. Listen to the whole podcast. Man. That was the whole, I'm that asking. Was the whole quote. That was the listen whole to quote. the whole podcast. I don't man. have to listen to the whole That's quote. That was the whole. And the thing is, what you're saying is that I said that he threw shade at Jokic. I never said the sort. I didn't I say that. Was, if I had, hold on. What I said was, if I had to look at what what I'm saying is, how would I know if Jokic is a third round pick, right? How would I know that he would turn out to be a league MVP and bring this Twice. team to the final? Right. And bring this yep. team a championship, right? So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, the relationship may be contentious between Melo and the Denver Nuggets franchise. But me personally, I feel like he's dragging it when it comes to this part of the argument. That mm-hmm. was my point. So it was three years me- after the trade. They, they drafted Joker 2014 while a Taco Bell commercial was playing. Not, oh, this is one of the guys whose names we read at the podium. It wasn't like, just to use a contemporary, it wasn't like they drafted LeBron James knowing what he was going to be and said, we're going to give you number 15. That's not what they did. They took a kid out of some unknown country in Europe who they didn't know how he was going to develop. They drafted him in 2014. The kid didn't become relevant until maybe four or five years later. If that. Right? And they gave him 15. He could have been, he could have been, he could have been, he could have been a whatchamacallit. He could have been just another European flame out. And then How many players in Europe never come to the NBA? You know? It, and know, like it, I said, it's nothing against Melo. I and in the four years we've done this show, you have never heard me say an unkind word about Carmelo Anthony. Good, bad, or indifferent. Never. I may not personally like Ever. the man, but I can talk directly on his basketball, and that's all I'm doing is talking on his basketball. You know, like at but the end like of the day, change, y'all, y'all like to change goalposts. All I said was, nobody yeah, says with no goalposts. <laughs> Yeah, all I said was, is if having your jersey hung in the rafters is the high, is one of the highest honors a player could have. Not everybody should have their their numbers hung in the in the rafters. When it's all said and done, you look at the the overall impact someone has had on a franchise. And to me, getting someone getting a team to the Western Conference Finals is not going to be the thing that you're going to be most remembered for. Did did you win or not? That's what they're gonna look at. Did you win or not? Or not? All right, move on. Unless you're Patrick Ewing, because everybody gonna win a championship in certain in certain aspects. The team sports. No, it's right? not that. Unless you're as an individual, you got to win the championship to get your your jersey hung up. When it's a team sport, that doesn't make unless sense. You're, no, unless you're unless you're a French a real franchise player like a Patrick Ewan, who dedicated most of his career to the New York Knicks franchise. That's different to me. Then out of respect to this player who played over 10 plus years with your franchise and put the franchise on his back through good, bad, or indifferent, then yes, he deserves that. Melo, no. He was a franchise player, wore scoring titles on that team. 
carried them to the playoffs, but he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't put them on his back at all. He wasn't relevant at all. They're not going like, to even consider it. They're not going to even consider it because they don't work with him. It's a personal thing. That's what Melo is trying to say. It's a personal thing. All right, if it's so personal, like like a player like John Starks. Who works for the New York Knicks organization? They've kept him employed with the New York Knicks for over twenty years, so it's personal. Why his number's not hanging from the rafters? I don't know why New York Knicks. New York hasn't hasn't raised anybody's number in, in, in the stands as of late. This is not. This is not nothing so new. Denver, uh, this is different. Is different. So I don't know. What, you can't compare. To... Is Phoenix is Phoenix is Phoenix trying to erase Amari Stoudemire's accomplishments by giving Devin Booker number one? Why are you comparing that organization to the, what Denver is doing? Denver is not Phoenix. What does the Phoenix organization got to do with Denver? But, the, but Carmelo, using Carmelo Anthony's logic, right? Carmelo Anthony's logic will be like, yo, you know what? They saying yo, these he calling Amari. Fuck, they saying fuck you, y'all. He gave Devin Booker your number. That is a whatever. I don't like. Can we wrap this up? I don't even by, talk about this. It's logic. not by my logic. It's what real shit. It's petty shit. We. It's, this is not no. This is not news. You really? So you. This is not news though. So we have, so what you're telling me is that outside of the rumor and innuendo, you have actual proof that somebody within the Denver organization legitimately went to the yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go with and it. said, oh my God. we want to give this player number 15 so we can stick it to Carmelo Anthony. I still don't understand why Dikembe Mutombo's number is, is hung in the Denver rafters, in the Denver's rafters either. You know, like we don't listen. It's rumor and innuendo until we know what happened, and we and, and we all operate in in multiple worlds where rumor and innuendo is everything. Okay, for how many years was there rumor and innuendo about who shot Tupac? Everybody, everybody had the scoop. Everybody knew something that somebody else different didn't know, and everybody till to this day still says, "Yeah, everybody says this, but we all know it was this." How do you know? You don't know. Yes, I do know. Because they were talking about Melo years after he left. What are you talking about? How, why do you think he was getting blackboard on getting getting on teams? We, like, really? Like, yeah, we know. It's been talked about. This is not news. All right. Yo, what's the next topic? I'm done. I don't even want to talk about did, this. Did, did the Denver organization not like him because of the way uh, he forced his way out of Denver? Sure. Did the Denver fans boo him bro, what is the next he topic? But but you know what's funny is you got the same way when we would just talk about like even with Kyrie when we would talk things about Kyrie ask questions oh, I don't want to talk you about refuse that. to answer the question because I have y'all you have your own individual biased opinion on Kyrie that you don't want to hear no other narrative and then they get and then the goalposts get moved so we go nowhere so yeah it's you the same know, attitude you know, you we go but you know that because you were actually there no nigga it's, this is what actually been talked about for years when George Cole was there years after Melo. This is not news.